Memvavamud Bays, eleven lines from the bottom, the middle of the line. I'm Rabbi Yochanan Mishub Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, he is a Tana, so we'll put him in a box. Kol Sheinoi Melave Umislave, continuing the issues that we were discussing at the end of the last year. Uh, a person who doesn't accompany others who are, uh, say, tra- uh, going somewhere, or uh, if he's going somewhere, doesn't have himself accompanied by somebody. It's almost as though he has murdered. or With a yud at the end is basically uh, if not, or if would, meaning if only that the uh, inhabitants of Yericho would have accompanied um, Elisha in uh, the beginning of uh, Malachim uh, Bays. That that's uh, the incident over there. Lo giradu in Latinicus. He never would have. Elisha probably never would have incited those uh, bears against the young children. Shnemar. This is the background of the story. It says over there. Vayal Misham Beis El Elisha, the prophet. Uh, he went uh, from there from Yericho to. Betel, Vehu, Alabaderach, he was going up on the road, Unaarim Ketanim Yatsumin Ha'ir, and there were these Naarim, we call them maybe lads, little ones, immature ones that came out from the city, Vayis Kalsubai, and Kalsu could be praised, it could also be they like made fun of him, they derided him, Vayomruloi, and they said to him, Aleike Leach, Aleike Reach, yes, he was. Maybe physically was bald. They said, get out of here, baldy. Or maybe some deeper level. Amrulai, they said to him, their intention was, Alei, leave. Get out of here. Shehikrachta aleinu es hamakoim. You've made bald f- uh, regarding us this place. They used to be the people who would provide the uh, fresh water. Uh, Alicia came and did the miracle and turned the bitter water into fresh water. And uh, basically, they were blaming him for taking their parnas away. My na'arim ketanim. Um, what does it mean when it says they were na'arim ketanim? Amar Abelazar, I don't like his name, shemenu arim mina mitzvahs. They were sort of shaken out from any mitzvahs. They didn't have any mitzvahs. They were bad characters. And they were ketanim, not so much as they were like little kids, but rather shahayu mikatne amana. They were very small in their trust of Hashem. They basically saw their parnasa dry up and thought that that was their doing, uh, not something that was coming from Shemayim. Tana, we have a little brisa that goes for five words. Na'arim hayu, u'bazbazuatsam ketanim. They were uh, young men, but they, they basically, they, they behave themselves. They, they lower themselves. They demean themselves like little ones. Maskeflar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, attacks this. He says, well, one second, how do you know that na'arim ketanim, that's what it means? Dilma al-shem mekayman. Maybe it's the place. In other words, there were little ones from a place called na'arim. Do we even have a precedent for something like that? Yeah, milay ksiv, we have a pasuk elsewhere in Malachim. It says, va'aram yatsu gedudim, they went out in uh, groups, va'yishpu meretz Yisrael, and they took captive from meretz Yisrael, na'ara ketana. Okay, there's a very similar term. It calls it a nara ketana. Vekashalan, and we say one second. Those are very specific terms. Nara viketana. A nara is a girl who's over 12 years old. A ketana is a girl who's less than 12 years old. It can't be both. The Amarabi Pidas over there. Ketana. No, no, no. The way to understand that pasuk is a young girl, ketana, demin neurin. The nara term is actually the place that she was from. So why don't we say over here that the naram ketana is they were little ones from the place called neurin? Well, Big difference, answers the Gemara. Hasam lo mefarish mekayma. Over there, their place was not described. So we can say that the Naram Ketana means they were Ketana from a place called the Urit. 
Hach over here, Mefurish Mekayman. We know where they were from. They were from Yerichai. So we can't say that Nara was the name of their place. No, no, they were from Jericho. Kama. The Pasuk over there says that uh, before Elisha sicked the bearers on them, he looked behind them, and he saw them, and he cursed them using the ineffable name of the Lord. Now, what did he see when he looked and he saw? What does it mean? He saw Ma'ra'a. A few shots him here. Amarav, I circled Rav's name. Ra'a Mamish. He actually saw. Um, he looked. He gave that rabbinical look. Kitasanya, like the following Brisa, goes less than a line. Wherever the leaders, the wise men of the Jewish people, set their eyes upon, Omisa o Oni, when they're looking in a negative way, either death results or poverty. Shmuel, who we circled, Amar, Ra'a, what did he see? He saw Shekulan Nisabra Bahen This is quite an insight, but oh, that whole group of uh, characters, he saw they their mothers had conceived them, Biyamakipurim. Yeah, that's horrible. It means they were all conceived by their parents uh, having uh, forbidden relations on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafl, who I circled, Amar, Bloiris Ra'lahen, he noticed their hairstyle, which was a bloris, which was a very um, negative Gentile hairstyle. And finally, Rabbi Yochanan, I circled Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, they didn't even have the tiniest moisture or trace of mitzvahs. Okay, well, maybe they didn't, but who knows what would have been with their kids. Maybe if, you know, we didn't kill them and they were allowed to have children, their children would have uh, had mitzvahs. On Rabbi Lazar, no, no, he saw Lobam, Lobizaram, that they didn't have any Lachluchus mitzvah, either did their offspring, Ad, Saif Kol Hadairis. That's quite an insight into them, but that is the insight, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that uh, Alicia had regarding them. Um, here's what happened. It says, Vatitsena Shtayim Dubim in Ayar 2. Uh, bears came out from the forest, and, and, and basically ripped apart, tore apart uh, 42 uh, Yeladim, young ones. Okay, um, obviously this is miraculous, but how big a miracle was it? Ravu Shmuel, Kolin Chad, I underline the word Chad Amar Nes, that there was a miracle that went on over here. Kama Vichad, I underline the word Chad Amar Nes, it was a double miracle. Colon. Now we go over each one of those approaches. Mandamar Nes, one who said it's a miracle. Yar Have, there was a forest over there, but Dubim Lo Havu. Uh, there were no bears. The miracle was that beers appeared. Mandamar, the other Mandamar, who says that it was a double miracle, Nes Besaych Nes, says, well, you know what? Neither of them were there. Lo Yar Have, Velo Dubim Havu. Neither. Okay. According to the opinion, it says it was one miracle. Why not say that there were bears there already with no forest? Filahave dubim, filolahave yar. Well, answers the Gemara. This, I guess, pretty obvious. You probably gone many places and you've seen a forest without bears. But how many places have you gone other than the zoo where you see bears without a forest? Answer dit baisi. Basically, the bears would be afraid to just be hanging out like on a street corner somewhere. Um, you have to say that if it was one miracle, the miracle was that there was a forest there, which is uh, relatively uh, commonplace, but bears there weren't. Amrib Chanina. Bishvil Balak. We go back a little bit in time. Balak Harasha offered uh, seven times seven korbanos, 42 korbanos. Excuse me, six times seven korbanos. It's just like three different times. He did seven and seven, a total of uh, 42. 
there was like broken or chopped off or breached or torn away from the Jewish people these 42 children. So be, it seems like some sort of result of the 42 korbanos of um, uh, Balak was 42 lost Jewish children. Any asked the Gemara, really? That, that's what happened? That was the result? Uh, Gemara takes about eight lines to develop this question, but uh, it seems like there was uh, something else going on. Vahamar of Yudamarav, la'ilam, a person should always, yasaikata matariva mitzvahs, involve themselves in Torah learning and performing mitzvahs, the afapishalot lishma, even if it's not necessarily for the ideal reason. Why? Getting one accustomed to Torah learning and mitzvahs, even if it's not necessarily the most lishma reason, bal lishma will help bring a person, causes a person to do things yes lishma. Where do we see that from? Kama shebischar in the merit of the, and here I underline the whole line, the arbaim ushmaina shtayim korbanes shehikriv balak melech of the forty-two korbanes that balak uh, offered uh, zacha. What happened? What was the result of it? Sounds like it was actually uh, pretty positive. Zach Rus came out eventually, a, a great-great-great-grandchild named uh, Rus. She Yatsimena Shleima. And she gave birth to a child, gave birth to a child, gave birth to King Solomon. Shekosov Bey. It's written regarding King Solomon that there were enormous numbers of Korbanais. Elef Oilois Yale Shleimai. Okay. Vaama Rabesi Ben Choni, Rus, Bito Shal Eglain, Benoy Shal Balakaisa. Um, Rus was a an offspring, uh, literally a daughter, but then he came from Eglon, and it was the son of uh, um, Balak. Okay, bottom line, seems like the 42 Kribanes produced uh, a positive result. The Gemara answers that uh, that is true. He did offer Kribanes, and there's something, I guess, positive that came out of that. Ta'avasai miha leklalahave. His intention or his desire of Balak was, though, that it should be to minimize the Jewish people, and, and that kavana actually came true um, many years later, when the 42 young uh, Jews uh, were attacked and mauled and killed by the bears. They said to Elisha, They had told Elisha, listen, though, this is like a great place, it's really nice to live here, um, like you can see, and they go on to say like some horrible things. Uh, how could they say it was a good land? And as in the pasuk it says, mishakelas." It basically got poisonous water and a land that kills its inhabitants. There's a lot of American cities like that these days. So why did they introduce their city as being like really good if it had those horrible qualities to it? Oh, Amar, interesting. Rav Chanin. And the next statement is going to be Reb Yochanan, Reb Chanin. It's all with the word Schein because really the memory itself has to do with Schein. Says Reb Chanan, Oh, Schein Makoim Al Yoishvav. There's the, there's the, the Schein of a place on those who live there. There's like, uh, you can say it's nostalgia, it's just human nature. Um, Reb Yochanan, Shloisha Chinois Hein. There's three. Chains, three three things that have like a unique attractiveness to the people who are shaykh to it. There's number one, chain makam al yashvav, the attractiveness of a place, the desirability of a place, the beauty of a place on those who live there. There's the chain isha al bala, a woman or her husband, her husband, good relationship, will see the uh, all the beautiful aspects of his wife. And chain mekach al, could say, the chain of an item on the person who purchased it. 
Period. Tan Rabbanon. The Brisa goes for three and a half lines. Starts here. Shloisha Chalon and Chal Elisha. During his lifetime, there were three notable illnesses that Elisha came down with. Number one, Echad Shigira Dubim Betinaikis. When he sicked the bears on the uh, young uh kids. Number two, Another one is when he pushed off uh, his assistant with two hands. He probably should have pushed him off with one hand and drew him close to the other. And the third, number three, and the third illness that Elisha had is the one that he eventually passed away from. Like the Pazik says, that's one sickness. That's another one. And then finally, Asher Yamusboy. That's the end of the Pasuk, Tan Rabbanon, which leads us to another Bryce that goes about three lines. La'ilam tehei, I underline this whole phrase. Small da'icha v'yamin mekarevis. In our interpersonal relationships with others, certainly in the people that we are closest to, person should have his left hand push off and his right hand bring close. Now, the right is usually always understood to be the stronger hand. There should be a stronger element of the relationship where you want to bring close and, and, and love the person. And on the other hand, literally on the other hand, on the left hand, it should be uh, pushing off if it, they need to be told off. Not like the following two uh, characters. Lo, A, not like Elisha, Shedechafa, he pushed off Gehazi Bishteyadov with uh, both hands uh, too intensely. And Lo, B, the Tanrab Shuban Prachya, Shedechafai. I believe the correct girsa should be to Yeshu Hanotsri, to Jesus the Nazareth, but uh, some of these girsas, after many centuries in uh, Christian lands, were changed, but he pushed off uh, Jesus Bishteyadov. Here we go. Elisha, I put a diamond around Elisha over here, because about eight lines later, nine lines later, first word on the line is Have. And then Dochik, the next term, Yeshua ben Prachia, Gets a diamond as well. So we're going to go over these two um, individuals. Number one, Alicia Maihi. Where is the uh, situation where Alicia pushed off Gehazi with two hands? Well, Dixiv is an incident in uh, Sefer Malachim. Alicia Dixiv. So Naaman, who was the Gentile king, said to Gehazi, Please take these like two uh, measures or talons, I don't know, two tons of uh, precious metal. Kama uksiv. Now, a little bit later, Alicia says to Gehazi, Vayemre love, Lo libi halach kasher hafach ish malmer kavtoi. My heart didn't go along with you when you kind of like pulled the wool over the eyes of that guy in his chariot, Likrasecha. Ha eis la kachas esakasev. Is it really the proper time to be taken? Now, Gehazi was taking this for himself. We should really been taking the number one, Kesef, the Lakachas, number two, the Begadim, number three, the Zaysim and the Olives, and the four, the Krum, the Vineyards, five, the Tsain, six, the Bakar, seven, the Avadim, eight, the Shvachas. Why'd you take all that stuff, says Elisha to Gehazi? Okay. The Gemara just has one question. One, he didn't take all that stuff. Umi, Shakil, Kule, Hai? Question mark, comma, connector. Did he take all those things? He didn't take all those things. Kesef. What he took was, I got a couple new suits and uh, a few, um, you know, a, a few uh, $10,000 bear bonds. That's what he took. He actually took silver and uh, clothes. So what is uh, Alicia talking about when he's uh, giving this heavy rebuke to Gehazi? You know what he's saying? I'm Rav Yitzchak. At that time, you know what Alicia and Gehazi were learning, or Alicia was learning and Gehazi was probably learning along with him? Hayat. 
Alisha Isaac, he was involved in the 14th parakel of Shabbos, known as Shmaina Shratzim. So the eight different types of Shratzim, Amar Loi, Oh, Russia, says Alicia to his uh, student, Kehazi, you wicked man. Uh, the time has come for you to get your reward for the Torah that you learn in this world. And the leprosy, the Tsaras of uh, Naaman, uh, should stick to you forever. Now, uh, later in uh, Jewish history, uh, we see there was an incident where there were four, doesn't say who, four people who uh, were uh, lepers, they were outside of the city. You know who it was? None other than Gehazi, Ushlai Shazbanim, and his three sons. The Pasuk uh, continues talking about Elisha, says, Vayavo Elisha, Damasek, Elisha came to Damascus. Why did he go to Damascus? Lama Halach, it's far away from Israel. Amrab Yochanan, Shahalach, you know where he went? He would try to convince, he was trying to convince Gehazi, who had gone totally off, to uh, do tshuva and come back to the fold. Veloy Chazar, but Lisha was unsuccessful. Gehazi did not do tshuva. Amrloy, said Elisha Gehazi, Chazor Becha. Listen, do tshuva, you know it's the right thing to do. Come on, man. Amrloy said Gehazi back, Listen, I myself learned from you. That I'm not going to be able to do tshuva. Kach mekublanim imcha komi shechata. Any person who sins, vehechtias arabim, and also causes the masses to sin, ain must speak in biadelasas tshuva. They don't present him the, we'll just say the uh, easy ability or in any way easy ability to do tshuva. Now, now that memory really means it, it might become incredibly difficult, not impossible, but incredibly difficult. Anyway, my avad, what? did Gehazi do that was so bad? Well, the Gemara has three understandings. Igadam, those who say, Evan Shoyeves Talaloi, and Evan Shoyeves is literally a, uh, a mineral or a stone that like draws or pulls to it. We would call it an, uh, a magnet. He actually set up a couple of magnets, Evan Shoyeves Talaloi, to the Chatas Yeravim. Chatas Yeravim was the... Um, the uh, molten calf images that Yeravim had set up in the... Uh, in in the uh, base amigdash of his base amigdash or his te- sem- central temple area, midoy ben shamayim laris, and the way that the magnets were set up, it kind of made it look like the um, the uh, calves were levitating, which indicated to people that they might have some supernatural power. Vikadami, alternatively, a second understanding: shame chakak la a puma. The Shema Furish, that special ineffable name of the Lord, uh, was etched in the, he etched it into the mouths of those um, eagles, Vahaisai Meris, and it would actually say, Anaychi, and Logielacha, which, uh, boy, that's probably not a good thing to do, especially when whole Jewish people are coming and seeing this and being led astray. The Ikadamri, a third understanding of what he did was Rabbanan Dacha Mikame, the uh, rabbis, Gehazi, was responsible for basically pushing 98, or I don't know, some significant percentage of the of the Rabbanan away from Elisha. Dixiv, like we see in the story, once Gehazi was out of the picture, Vayimru b'nei hanavim el Elisha, the students, literally the sons of the prophets, they said to Elisha, um, listen, we know this place is big, but hinei nahamakim asher sham, the place where we are, lefanecha, tsar mi menu. It's like really cramped all of a sudden. There's like so many people here. 
Well, the implication of that is that up until that point, when Gehazi was in charge of deciding who would come in and not, it was not a lot of people there because of Gehazi. The other uh, name mentioned in the Brisa at the end of the narrow lines was not like the great Tanner Shuban Prachia who pushed off his Talmud, which we said according to the uh, censors, without the censors, would have been Jesus or Yeshua Nitzri. What's that story? So Shuban Prachia Maihi, what happened with him? So he lived at the time of the, uh, near the end of the second uh, Beis HaMikdash period. And it uh, seems like uh, uh, King Yanai uh, executed a whole slew of rabbis. When King Yanai was going on his uh, campaign to kill the Jewish uh, rabbinical leadership, Shimon ben Shetach who was one of the great leaders of the Jewish people, was hidden by his sister, who happened to be the queen. So I guess she could pull that one off. And Rabbi Shubin Prachi was another great leader. Azal, where did he go? He left the country. Arak, he uh, escaped to Alexandria, Shal Mitzrayim. Kama. Kiyavi Shalma, once things uh, quieted down and uh, relatively peaceful again, Shalach lay, a message was sent by Shimon ben Shetach to um, Shubin Prachia. The following message, now it had to be coded because you couldn't give away things. He said, Damini Yerushalayim, from me, Jerusalem, Yerakaydish, Lecha to you, Alexandria, Shal Mitzrayim, Achoisi, my sister, which is, you know, like the Emor Lechachma Achoisiat, Baali Shruye Besaychech, Ve'ani Yosheves Shemema, like Alexandria, my, my master is dwelling in you, and I uh, uh, dwell here. Uh, desolate. That was basically uh, a message to uh, Rabbi Shubham Prachia. Amar, what did Rabbi Shubham Prachia conclude? Oh, Shmamina, Havile Shalma. Must be things are uh, peaceful now and I could uh, come back uh, to Israel. Kiyosa, uh, when he was making his way back, Iklalahu Ushpiza. He uh, stopped off at a particular uh, inn, like a hotel, motel type of place. Kam Kamaihu Biyakra, and they treated him with great respect. Biyakra Shapir. Um, they respected him great kavod. Avdile Yakra Tuvan, and like abundant honor did they bestow upon the Yeshuvan Prachya. Yosef Kamishtabeach. So he was sitting and uh, praising uh, his hosts, uh, saying, Kamanoa Achsanya Zu. How nice or how proper or so good, he meant like good midos, is uh, this uh, this hostess and uh, how she's hosting me. Amar Lei, and again, the uh, girsa should be Yeshua Hanoitri. So Yeshua Hanoitri was one of, of Yeshua and Prakha's students, said to him, Rabbi, she's not that good looking. She's got like strange eyes. Rebbe, eneha terutos. Circular, just something that's like not aesthetically appealing. Now, obviously, this Talmud thought that Shubham Prachi was complimenting her beauty, which he was not. Amr Lesa said, Shubham Prachi, back to uh, Jesus, Russia! That's what you think I'm complimenting? That's what you're involved in? Oh! Mm. Looking at married women? Terrible. Okay. Ofek Arba Meshipuri pulled out, I don't know, 400 shoifers, vishamte, and put them into cherem. Now, Jesus, for a while, tried to come back. Kol yuma asalakame, every day he came to Yeshua ben Prachi, v'lekabe Yeshua ben Prachi, would not receive him, would not accept him. Yumachad, one day, havikakara kriyashma. Yeshua ben Prachi was in the middle of saying shma. I guess Jesus didn't realize this. Asalakame, and he came to him. 
Now, at that moment, whatever the reason was, maybe because he was saying Shema, but have a that Yeshua and Prachet decided to accept the apologies and the teshuva of Jesus. Um, and the way he did that was he motioned it to him using his hand. Now, as we all know, hand motions can sometimes be misunderstood. Savar, Jesus thought that Yeshua and Prachet was basically telling him to buzz off, that he was pushing him off. And uh, that was it. That was the final straw. Jesus went off. Azal he went. Zakaf Levinta Palcha. Now, literally, he um, stood up a a brick and um, worshipped it, which essentially is what Christianity is. It's taking one of the bricks, one of the foundations of Judaism, namely the chesed part of Judaism, saying the rest we don't need, and, and worshipping that. Um, Amarle, so said um, Yeshua ben Prachi at a later time to Jesus. Chazor Becha, why don't you do tshuva? Amarle, uh, listen, uh, my dear Rebbe, I have a tradition from you that anyone who sins and causes others to sin, he's not given the opportunity to do tshuva. And we see that actually this Jesus character did a lot of very not good things, not only himself, but as a leader of others, Damarmar. Kishev vehesit vehidiach pechti es Yisrael. He, um, Kishev, he did, uh, like, uh, black magic, and hesit, he incited, and hidiach, he led others astray, and caused the Jewish people to sin. Remember, the entire early Christians, it was basically a sect of Judaism, they were all Jews who went off. Period. Tanya, we have a price that goes to the Mishnah, Shemim Elazar Yetzer, Tinek, Ve'isha, those three things. Uh, Yetzer would be a person's um, desires for physicality, the ultimate of which is, is physicality with a woman. Tinek is um, the childness, uh, like to deal with a little kid or the little kid inside of each one of us. And Isha is the woman, the uh, more of the Olam Hazeh. How should we relate to those things? The left hand should definitely push off, but yet the right hand should draw close. Says the Mishnah, back to a, a dead person who is uh, found, and they're going to do the Agarufa ceremony. Let's say the murderer is discovered and found before they uh, decapitate the calf. Then you take the calf and it goes back into the, uh, the with the other animals and grazes. But once the the calf has had its um, its uh, head chopped off. Tikaver b'mekayma, you buried in its place. Shal safik ba'asa mitzgulas. The whole reason it was being brought is we had a safik. We didn't know what happened. Kipras of halchala. So the safik had its kapara, did its atonement, and its uh, whatever's done was done. Let's say they did the Egla Rufa ceremony, and afterwards the murder was found. It's not like that the murderer says, Oh, I'm off the hook, we did the Egla Rufa. No, no, no. He still can be tried for his um, evil deeds. Period. The next uh, two and a half or three lines are actually very similar, if not identical, to the Gemara that we had. It was both a Mishnah, on Lamed Aleph, Amad Beis, and the Gemara, and we'll see the Mishnah here is very similar to the Gemara. We're going to deal with now what happens if uh, the way that we know that there uh, was uh, a murder, or that we you know we see the dead body, but one person comes along and says, I saw the murderer. 
No, you didn't see. And however he says, you didn't see because you were with me at that time, or you didn't see because I was there also and, and nothing was going on. Or, um, A2, Isha Imeris. One woman says, Reisi, no, no, I saw the murderer. The Isha Imeris. No, you didn't see. Then how you orphan, they would go ahead and do the Aglarufa ceremony. Comma. Case B. Similar to the case A, where one witness says, no, I saw the murderer. And two people say back, no, you didn't. Hi, you orphan. You go ahead and do the Aglarufa ceremony. Comma. Scenario C. Two people say, no, we saw him. We saw the murderer. And one says to them, no, you didn't see. Then we go with the two and loy hi orphan. They would not follow through with the Aglarufa ceremony. Period. Misha Rabu, I put a triangle around this Misha Rabu, and the line later, a few words further on in the line, is another Misha Rabu. We're going to have a series of uh, when the following increased. So, Misha Rabu ha roitzchanen, once the number of murderers uh, unfortunately increased in society, but like Larufa, they did away with, they nullified this concept of Eglarufa, uh, that is, Mishabah, this is like one very famous murderer at the time, I guess, when uh, Eliezer ben Dinoi came, a.k.a. Trina ben Prisha, Hayanikri, that was who he was known as, Chazru Likraisai, they began to call him ben Haratzchan, the murderous one, and apparently there were so many murders, especially if you knew who the murderer was, then they Eglarufa, um, there's no point, and they were Mavatalit. Mishirabu, uh, another triangle, Mishrabu Menafim, when the adulterers uh, increased in number, Pasku Maimamarim. So they stopped with the uh, Maimamarim of the Sota water. Um, the Rebbe Yochanan ben Zakai Hefsikan. He was the leader at the time who stopped the Sota drinking, Sota water drinking uh, process. Shanamar, based on the concept in the Pasuk and Hashem, it says, Layef Koyd al Ki siznena ve'al kaloiseichem ki sinafena ki heim etc. Hashem, so to speak, says, "I will not oversee or supervise your daughters when they commit harlotry, and your daughters-in-law, for they are a bunch of adulterers." Okay, basically, my uh, the whole salt water thing doesn't work when the Jewish people get too uh, into the whole adultery thing. Mishames, I underline Mishames, Mishames, Yosi ben Yoezer, Ish Tzreda, and Yosi ben Yochanan, Ishu Shalayim, but Lu nullified were the Eshkolois. Eshkolois uh, are literally like the um, the clusters, the grape clusters. Um, Gemara will explain what the term Eshkolos means. Shinemar, like the Pasuk says, Ein Eshkolechol, there's no cluster of grapes to eat. Bekura, Ivsa nafshi, a like a first one, like maybe a first uh, ripe fig. Does my soul desire? Kama Yochanan Kohen Gadol, something that he uh, did away with. Hevir hoidayas hamaiser. He did away with the um, brought an end to the when people come to Shlaim and say, "I hereby have uh, taken care of all my miser responsibility." Afu bitelesa. He also nullified this concept of the uh, people would go around uh, waking everyone up and knocking and banging. Um, up until his time, you used to be able to hear the hammers banging, uh, doing their work in the Shuk and Yerushalayim, because, of course, if there's something that has to be done, it's a Davra Avud, it can be done. However, he made a Gezerah, 
that uh, no, everything should be closed on Cholamoyed, uh, Ubiyamav, ain't Sarachlishol Adamai. Another thing that happened is during his time, uh, you never had to ask a religious Jew whether the produce he had um, was um, properly maestered, even if they had bought it from a Amaaretz. Everyone who was religious at the time uh, properly took Shumas and Maestras. Tanarabanan, the Gemara brings a Brisa, goes for three lines. Minayin Shim Nerfa Egla. How do you know that if the Egla was had its head chopped off. And afterwards, the murderer is discovered and found. Shane Poiteris said that the whole procedure of the Eglufa doesn't get him off the hook from still having to possibly stand trial for his deeds. Well, the Pasuk says in Bamidbar, the land will not get an atonement for the blood that had been spilled in it, only through the dam. Shayfchay, the blood of the one who had spilled the other person's blood. In other words, uh, that person has to uh, take care of what he has to get. The Mishnah said, Now, this whole sugya here um, is very similar, if not identical, Rash says, to the sugya on Lamed Aleph Amad Bey. So if it looks very familiar from here till about the... about the sixth wide line is almost word for word the same sugya. So we'll go a little bit um, quicker than we normally would. Okay, so the Mishnah said, one witness says, I saw the, other, uh, the murderer, and the other witness says, no, you couldn't have seen that. Time, the reason that we go ahead and bring the Egla is the Machishle, because apparently there was another guy who came and contradicted the first guy. Haloi Machishle, if he wouldn't have contradicted the first guy, apparently the first guy, just on his own, Eid would be believed. Mehemen, Menani Mili, where do we know that? Usually we say, two people have to testify to something, not one. So how do we know here that one would be believed? Well, the Tanurabanan. Like we see in the following five-line brisa, Hasuk says, Lo noda mihi kahu. The case of Egla Rufa is where it wasn't known. We don't know who killed that person that was found dead. The diuk would be, ha, noida mihi kahu, if it was known, who uh, smote him. Afilu, even if it's echad, one person, b'saif ha'ilam, who's vacationing in Hawaii or Tahiti or somewhere, lo hayu orphan, they would not go ahead with the Egla Rufa ceremony. Kamar, Bakiva, Hoi, Bach, Steimer, Minayin the Sanhedrin, how do you know if the Sanhedrin, Shuru Echad, Shaharagas, and Efesh, they saw one person, they actually saw him killing, a person from the Sanhedrin saw a person uh, murdering someone else, Ve'ein Makirin, Eisai, Shalayu, Orphan, they have no idea who that person is, that they would not go ahead with the Egruva ceremony, Tamal because they themselves say, Ve'eineinu Ra'u, and our eyes didn't see, like we had no idea what happened here. However, in that case, where one of them did see, Palei Ra'u, they did see, and therefore, we do not go ahead with the Egla Rufa ceremony. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Com- uh, semicolon. Well, so we believe one? Yeah, if it's just one, we would. So, ask Sakamar now. Question takes about four lines to develop. Hashadamris, now that we have just said, Eidachad Mehemen, one witness would be believed. Eidachad, how can the other guy come along and contradict the first guy? Once you give the first guy believability, Vamar Ula, underline Ula's name, the few exceptional places where the Torah gives believability to Eid Echad, he immediately gets stamped with the status of a Rekhan Shnaim as though he's two witnesses. In which case, when some other character shows up to contradict the original testimony, even though it was only of one person, but it's tantamount to two, Vayindvar Shal Echad, of a guy who comes a little bit later, won't be able to stand up against two. So how does it work? Well, Amar Lachula, so, Ula, I circled, would tell you, Tzni, you actually have to change the Psak in the Mishnah. It should properly say that, Lo, how you orphan. They would not go ahead with the Egl Rufa ceremony in the A case. 
regarding the A case, Tni, you have to say not that they would orphan, but rather low how you orphan, they would not go through with the Agrufa ceremony. That's the Ula approach. Rabhiya, who I circled Amar, Tzni, no, no, no. The Mishnah's taught and keep it the way it is. How you orphan, they would yes go ahead with the Eglarufa ceremony. Really? They'd yes go ahead with it? Well, Urabhiya, who just quoted like one line ago, Kasha de Ula. We have a question now, not the circled Ula, but the one two lines before that, who says, wherever the Torah believes one witness, he's viewed as two. And then what about that question? Well, actually, like Kasha, there's no difficulty. Why? The second witness, it depends when he showed up. In the Mishnah, you have one witness who said that he saw the murder, another one at the exact same time, like a second later, says, no, you didn't because you were with me. That's the Mishnah's case where you go ahead and do the Agrufa ceremony. Whereas Khan, what Ula was talking about was Bezal Kharzeh, where one guy said something, then he became like, he had the stamp of like two witnesses that said it, and then at some point afterwards, another guy shows up. Okay, let's keep analyzing the cases in the Mishnah. It's not. We have a... Uh, Two-line quote almost from the Mishnah, put right angles in. This is the B case in the Mishnah. Let's say, One person said, no, I saw the murderer, I saw it happen. And two others say, No, you didn't, you were with us, Bob, or uh, like you couldn't have uh, seen that. How you orphan, they would go ahead and do the Aglarufa ceremony. Okay, that's the B case. When would they do the Agarufa ceremony? When it's one who says that he saw and two say, no, you didn't. Ha, the deal could be if it's only Chad versus Chad, one who said you saw it and the other one who says, no, you didn't. Lo, ha, you orphan. They would not do the Agarufa ceremony. Now, Tiyuvta de Rebchia, should we say this refutes Rebchia? Because he says they would do it. Okay, well, what would Rebchia say back to you? Rebchia would say back to you, keep reading on in the Mishnah. And tell me how you're going to learn the third case. Well, according to that reasoning, the C case, I put right angles over here, two people said, we saw the murderer. No, you didn't. Lo, how you orphan. They would not go ahead with Agalufa ceremony. What would the diuk from that be? Ha, if it was one who said, that he saw the murderer and one who said, no, you didn't, how you orphan, they would go ahead with the Eglarufa ceremony. So you have totally contradictory dukin between the B case and the C case. Ella, and we have two approaches over here. Really, you have to go back to the drawing board and understanding those cases in the Mishnah, Masnisen, Kula Bipsule Edus, the whole Mishnah is talking about not typical adult Jewish males who are valid to testify. They're all Psule Edus, don't make any diyukim, because it's like Reb Nechemia had taught us to Amar. What did Reb Nechemia say? Here is a uh, Tzadik source that goes for just over a line. Any scenario, and there's a few of them, where the Torah does believe one witness regarding something, is telling you that that's not the standard case, and therefore you follow majority opinion. And you view versus when you have two women saying one thing and one man saying something else, as though, it were, as though it were men versus men. And therefore, since you see you view the opinion of one as being something significant, then you basically follow the majority also, even if it's women versus men. That's one approach. Alternatively, I squeal underline the alternatively, a second approach. Where one witness who's totally kosher, meaning like a, a man comes and testifies to something, then if later comes others, even a hundred 
who are not necessarily acceptable as testimony because they're females, ki echad damyan, the ones who come afterwards are viewed as just one. The hachabamayaskinan, and what is the case over here? The case over here must be ikara. You know who came originally? Not a man, but a woman. And we have to restate the Reb Nechemia approach. And it's almost like a rereading of the snake source for just over a line. I put the right angles in over here. Reb Nechemia Oimer. Wherever the Torah gives in its few cases and believability to one witness. Follow majority opinion. I don't underline be'ishachas, that's the difference between the previous way, and make a case where there's two women saying one thing versus one woman saying something else, as though it were two men versus one man. That's the end of the hachi, ketani, of uh, the way the Gemara wants to be metarates things, comma connector, however, let's say it was not two women against one woman, but shtenashim versus ishach had one man, that would be kipalgo palgadami. Similar to more a 50-50, comma, why then do we need the example in the B case as well as the C case, if they're teaching essentially the same thing, that you follow the majority, vitarti psuliedus lamali? Well, the first example that was given of the psuliedus case, maudetema, you might have thought to say, when is it that we follow the majority um, opinion? If there's uh, whoever's the majority, that's lechumra. That was the result in case B. End up being a chumra, then you have to go ahead and do the agarufa ceremony. Avalekula, where it ends up being a kula, like in case C, low, I might have thought, no, that uh, you do not, because that would end up uh, teaching me you don't have to do the agarufa ceremony. Kamash malan, you follow majority opinion, whether it's the chumra or even lekula. When the number of murderers increased, Tanurabanan, Gabor brings a price that goes for almost a line. Once there were uh, many murderers, Batla Egla Rufa, the whole Egla thing was uh, nullified. It only comes because we don't know who the uh, murderers were. Uh, therefore, it kind of makes sense. Misharabuha Roitzchanin. Begalui. Uh, once the number of uh, murderers who murder outright, they like they don't have any shame. They, they like everyone knows who they are. But la egla rufa. If the whole thing of egla rufa is to clarify that which is a suffix, well, when like the murderers are known, um, then no need for the egla rufa. The Mishnah said when the number of adulterers increased, Tanra Banan we have a brisa that goes for about a line and a half. The Pasuk describes the case of the Soto woman um, in Bamibar Hei Pasuk Lamed Aleph and Nikaha Ish Me'avain. The man, the husband in the, in the case of a Soto is, uh, is innocent. He's uh, sin-free. It's got to be, says the Bryce of Bismansha, Ish Menuka Me'avain, when the man is clean of sin. In other words, he's not a sinful man. That's when the Ma'im Boit Ishtai, the drinking of the water, will be effective in checking his wife's guilt or lack thereof. If the man is not innocent, in other words, if he's also sleeping around with some other married woman, then the water will not work to uh, be an effective check with his wife. And we have another pasuk that says, uh, The Lord saith, I will not visit and, and uh, see over your daughters because your daughters are harlots. Okay, that's the end of the b'risa. What do we need a second pasuk for? Maiva Well, 
you might have thought to say that when does the sultan not water not work? When he is a sinful person, there's a husband, and that's when it won't work. But if it's like their sons or daughters, lo, Tashma comes along. The uh, uh, next pasuk and indicates loy efkoid albanoi seichem. I will not like examine uh, y'all. I'm not gonna. Hashem says I'm not gonna have the sota water work because of your daughters that are harlots and kalei seichem. Your daughters in law kisinafena. They're a bunch of uh, zonas and prostitutes, adulterers. The chitamen. If you want to try to say, okay, fine. Alvinaishes yishin. If they're involved in actual, like, real derisa adultery, fine, but let's say they're just sleeping around with uh, single people, like a, a man sleeping around with a single uh, a woman, highly not recommended, but not like uh, derisa adultery, well, that as well will not uh, be good for having the effectiveness of the Sota waters. Tashma, the Pasa continues, says, Ki heim im ye paredu v'im uh, for they with the uh, prostitutes who they consort and with the um, I don't know with the Kadeshas also like the Zonos do they offer up sacrifices my the last part of that Pasuk there by the way it's Hosea Perik Dalit Pasuk Yud Dalit the last four words of the Pasuk what, what does that mean when it says Va'am Yavin Yilabait the nation that doesn't understand will will stumble or will trip this is what the prophet was trying to get uh, across to the Jewish people. If you Jewish people are particular about yourselves, no adultery, no fooling around, then the water will be effective, it'll work, to check your all's wives. And if not, then the water will not work. The Gemara concludes with 15 Misha Rabus. Each time the Gemara says Misha Rabu, once they're increased, whatever it is, X, Y, or Z, then something else happened. I put a triangle, so we have 15 triangles from here till the bottom line. Here we go. Misha Rabu, I put a triangle on this Misha Rabu, and I might not say it again, but a triangle on every Misha Rabu. So Misha Rabu, Balei Hana'a, when the number of people who Balei Hana'a, they're, they're into physical pleasure, increased, Nisavsu Hadinin, the uh, judgments became perverted because you have to put a lot of effort into things, and if you don't have the uh, the patience because you're you're so physically pampered to uh, look into the case, then you'll give an incorrect psak and his and people's um, uh, deeds and behavior became um, uh, ruined. and there was no peace or settledness or security in the world. Once there was an increase in those who sort of like take sides, especially as a position of a judge, uh, nullified was the loisaguru, that concept in the Torah that says, thou shalt not tremble before any man. Basically, uh, don't, uh, don't, don't take sides, don't favor to, uh, people. Upasak, and also ceased the loisakiru, uh, those who uh, show favoritism. Uparku al shamayim. And uh, the people, the nation, ended up throwing off that yoke of heaven, and instead had much more uh, a fear of what other people would say or think. When they're increased, the... It's interesting. Really, like those who whisper to the judges, Rashi calls them, I think we would call them lawyers. 
And, you know, in certain situations, being a lawyer is not a good thing. So when they increased the lawyers uh, in, in, in court cases, Rabbah Haranaf, there was a great increase in divine wrath. Be Israel against the Jewish people, and the divine presence was removed from us. Mishum, Shanemar, like the Pasuk says, Bekerev Elohim Yishpoit, amongst judges does he judge, and those are judges who are doing what they should be doing, and if not, then Hashem removes himself from them. Mishirabu, once there increased the Achare Bits um, libam hoyleich, those who follow are drawn after the um, physical, the material gains um, uh, that they can make. Uh, do they follow? Rabu Ha'irim, then unfortunately there uh, became many, and oh, is this so prevalent today, the people who said, uh, something that's uh, definitely evil, they said, oh, that's good, and something that's really good, they said, that's evil. Misha Rabu Ha'irim, once those people increased, Rabu the, oi, oi, the uh, terrible Tsaras in the world. Misha Rabu, I put a triangle on this, Misha Rabu, Misha Rabu, the Moishchei Haroik, Maishchei could either be those who, I don't know, draw out their saliva. Maybe they, they spit. Um, maybe they spit in a... I guess, it, most times in history, people used to cough something up, they would spit it. We don't do that these days. But maybe like to spit it across the street as far as you can. E- either way, that was definitely not a sign of humility. Rather, Rabu HaYehirim, the Balei Gaiva increase, those who were haughty, Venismatu HaTalmidim, and uh, the number of proper students um, minimized, uh, because if you have uh, people with a bunch of haughty attitudes, uh, you ain't going to find much uh, genuine Torah learning. And the Torah uh, went out to look for those who would learn it. There was a dearth of uh, genuine Torah learning. When the Bali uh, Gaiva the uh, the haughty ones increased his chilu banos yisraeli nasilihirim. So then the uh, Jewish girls began to uh, get married to these uh, characters who were presenting themselves as uh, the greatest thing since sliced cheese. Shein dayrenu for unfortunately our generation does not raya ella le panim. It's a very superficial generation. It sees things that are like on the surface, on the outside, the external. Um, and uh, that's what happens. Uh, now, obviously, those ladies were not happy once they got married, but uh, don't focus on the externals. Externals are important, but that's not the genuine focus, should not be on that. It's not the ikr. Ask the Gemara Aini, really? Um, doesn't it say that people who are uh, like Gaivadik, Vamarmar, Haimand, and Miyahir, a person who's got a haughtiness issue, a filon, she he's not even accepted in his own household. Shanamar, like the Pasuk indicates when it says, Gever Yahir, Velo, Yinve, a uh, haughty man uh, will not uh, endure or last, Lo Yinve equals a filo even in his own house. So answers the Gemara, Oh, there's the initial. Um, winning over the ladies' hearts. Mi'ikara kafzale. The young ladies will jump at a guy like that. However, lebesayif mitzalalaihu. The uh, gentlemen will become cheapened in uh, the eyes of their wives, and they won't uh, respect them properly. Misharabu the matile malaya balabatim. Once the number of judges who forced business deals on businessmen that they should do the deals and the profits will get split and go to the judges. Well, that's a terrible relationship to have between the judiciary, the judges, and uh, the people. Rabbah Sheikhat, so bribery increased. The Hatayas Mishvat and perversion of justice. Upaska Toivan, for that matter, basically things that were good 
ceased. Misha Rablu wants to increase the Mekable Toivasecha. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll accept your favor. Or Mechaskani Toivasecha. Oh, I very much appreciate your favor. Rabu, there increased, there became an increase in the Isha Yashabain of Yasa that every person was able to do whatever the heck they wanted. Kama, Shefalam Hubu, those who were really lowly were raised up like the lowlifes, and Ha Givayim, those who really were significant and great, Hushpalu were uh, shoved down. Umalhusa Azla Venavla and the leadership uh, continually deteriorated. Mishurabu Tsarya Ayin, once the cheapskates increased, Vitorfe Taraf, the Torfe Taraf, Rasha says, is the Gazlanim, the plunderers of the uh, of the poor. Rabu, there was an increase in the Ma'am Tzalev, those who hardened their hearts, the Kliv Tzayadayim Halvais, and they, they're very tight, tight fisted, very reluctant to give out loans. The Avro Mashkas Batara, and they thereby violate that which the Torah says otherwise. He Shamer and you should be very careful and, and make sure that you uh, give out uh, financial assistance to those who need it. Misha Rabu wants to increase the Netayos Garon, those who, uh, those uh, ladies, those females who stretch out their necks to draw men's attention. U me sacre senayim, and they flutter their eyes to, again, attract men's attention. Rabu, Mayim Hamarim, well then, the cases of adultery obviously increased, and there would be more Mayim Hamarim cases. Ella Shepasku, like we saw in earlier in this year, they had to do away with the Mayim ha. Uh, Marim, the soda water, and overall not a good situation. Misha Rabu wants to increase the Makabli Matanais, those who, oh yeah, sure, I'll accept your gift. Nisma to Ayamim, then the days decreased, then Niskatsu Ashanim, and the years got shorter, meaning to receive, because of the concept brought on the Pasuk, the Sine Matanais, Yechia, those who despise gifts, will live. Well, these people took gifts and they did not live. Misha Rabu, we put a triangle on Misharabu, the Zechuche Halev, the haughty of heart. Um, they basically, Zechuche Halev, Rashi says, they don't listen carefully to the Torah the rabbis taught them. Rabu Machlekes Israel they increased a tremendous amount of uh, arguments in the Jewish people. Misharabu, the Talmidei Shammai Vehillel, the students of Shaman Hill, Shaloi Shimshukal Sarchan, they didn't properly, they didn't have the, uh, 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 the, the proper, uh, they were haughty, they didn't listen properly, they didn't properly uh, listen to their uh, previous generation. Rabu Machlekes Israel, there was a tremendous increase in the uh, things that were disagreed upon amongst Jewish people. Venasi, Tarakash, Tay Tarakash, it almost was like two different Tyras. And finally, Misha Rabu, the Makablate Stockham, Mina Ivikachavim. To be very careful with this one, when the uh, Jewish people who accepted charity from Gentiles increased, how Yisrael lemala, vehem lemata, Yisrael lifnim, vehem lachor, which we really don't want to say it, but it's sort of like saying that the Jewish people ended up being low, low, and the Gentiles ended up being very high, and the Jewish people ended up being outside, and the Goyim ended up being inside. Let's do one more line. The Mishnah said, Mishamesi Yosi ben Yoezer, when he passed away, my Eshkolos is said that the uh, the Eshkolos became Batel. Well, what's Eshkolos? I mean, literally, it means a cluster. What's it referring to? Amrav Yudam Shmuel. The Eshkolos is a uh, combination of three words. Ish, Shehakol, Boy. A person who has uh, everything in him, who's incorporated Torah properly, who has no bad Midos, and there's no machlokas. Well, when those uh, great uh, Jewish leaders passed away, there were no more of the 
Eshkaliois. Adkan.